Hey, my name's Helen and you're listening to the Love Mondays Club podcast. If you're a fellow tutor, trainer or coach, then welcome. You're in the right place. Whether you're looking to start, grow or expand your online services, this podcast is for you. My goal is to help you build your business, earn more money and have more fun in this messy muddle we call entrepreneurship. Every Monday, I'm going to be sharing practical tips to help you accelerate your business. From marketing to mindset to money, we'll cover it all. So if you're ready, let's dive in. So today is officially the 50th episode that I am releasing. This feels like a huge milestone and I've really gone back and forth actually today with deciding what do I want to talk about in today's episode. One episode I'm definitely going to do, this was what was in the top three options for us, was actually talking about the power of podcasting and what a huge difference it's made in my business and how I think it can really benefit you in your business. But instead, I thought it would be better to actually go go back to my roots and think about sort of where this all began, why I decided to start a podcast and this whole new industry that I've kind of discovered in the past two and a half years and the massive difference that it's made to me, my life and my business. Today I want to talk to you all about the world of coaching. Now I know for a lot of you guys listening to the podcast, some of you yourselves might be coaches, might be thinking about going into it. Um, I know lots of you listening are in my programs as well and have me as your business coach and otherwise I know for lots of the rest of us as well we listen just to pick up on some general tips and business tricks as we go along but all of us in many ways are connected to interested or involved in this world in some way and so I want to talk to you about kind of 10 things I think that I've sort of learnt, picked up on, reflected on in terms of doing coaching myself but also and I guess maybe more importantly here being coached because I think for me coaching has really showed me this whole other world of potential it's really taught me to think so much bigger in my life and honestly when I look back kind of before I got into all this stuff it felt like I was (laughs) not maybe living under a rock you know but I certainly had my blinkers on I had no idea of all the potential and exciting things I could have been doing at the time had I not sort of been given this extra support let me just dive straight in to these different sort of thoughts, reflections, ideas I've had. Now, they're not in any particular order. This is not kind of like, you know, number one is the least important, number 10 is the most. I would say in many ways, they're actually all kind of equally of their their own importance. The first one, is that there is someone for everyone out there (laughs) and I'm not necessarily just talking about you know relationships here but also in the coaching world so the coaching world I think is exploding there are so many different people sort of coming on the scene offering so many different services in many ways as you know somebody who's sort of seeking help this is exciting and also maybe a bit overwhelming you're a bit spoiled for choice something that I've sort of really found in myself the context is here for about since sort of September 21 maybe I started investing in like programs and support so I have worked with three big coaching programs now I've been on and one more of a kind of like training skills based like marketing based course what I found over this time is that it is so easy to get sucked into shiny object syndrome. One of the main things I'll say is that, you know, I have loved every single program I've been on. I've certainly, you know, have had absolutely no regrets about them and I've got so much out of them. But as I sort of go through this process of investing in myself and investing in other people, one thing I've really 
made sure that I do now is take a step back and reflect on is this just really good marketing is this sort of like promising me the world that I I want you know the silver bullet that you know deep down I'm secretly looking for or you know is this actually something I really need right now and I think that it's really important as well to kind of look at the people who are running the programs and make sure that they are the right fit for you and I say this because all of us have different ambitions we all have kind of different things that we want from life and I think that it's really important to work with somebody that you feel aligned with and that you feel that has the same values as you the same maybe kind of even the same sort of goals and things like that and perhaps they're just a few steps ahead of you and this is something for me that I really look for you know I'm always looking for people who are a few steps ahead and have also you know followed the kind of path or route that I would be interested in taking as well similarly when it comes to like you know, my clients and who I work with, especially if anybody applies to join the Accelerate um, program, which is much like, you know, quite intensive. It's one-to-one, we work together a lot. For me, you know, that isn't like an open thing that anyone can apply to. So everyone, we always sit down and have a kind of like discovery taste to call together because it's as much about my clients making sure I'm the right person for them, but also me making sure that they are the right client for me because we're going to be working together so closely. We want to make sure that it's a good fit straight away. So that's kind of the first big takeaway from this. The second one is once you do start working with somebody, take the advice and ideas that they might be giving you and just run with it. Like I think one of the whole points of joining these different programs is to kind of push you out of your comfort zone. And, you know, I would really encourage you to not be afraid to try new things. Like I see so many people signing up to programs, you know, being given advice for lots of different things, and then they sort of overthink it, they doubt it, they they don't have a go at it. And what I always think is that, look, you're investing because you want to make a change, because you know you want things to change, you know that maybe you want things to speed up in your business, or you just want a fresh approach to it. My advice to everybody who comes and works with me is just take fast action. As you're sitting there, as you're thinking about an idea, if it feels good, if you feel like this could be worth trying, then just go for it. Like, don't overthink it. I think in many ways, a lot of us worry that we're going to break things in our business. We maybe sometimes worry about losing face as well. You know, like what if we put something out there and it doesn't work? The truth is, honestly, that for both of those, really, you're not going to break things. I promise you everything is kind of fixable in in many respects. And then the second part of it of losing face is that in reality, our audiences aren't watching our every move. You know, they're not monitoring everything that we do. So if we do put something out there, and maybe it doesn't quite work or it doesn't get the response that we want, nine times out of 10, your audience aren't even going to notice it. And then when you bring something out, maybe a couple of weeks later, that does maybe, you know, hit well with them, is something that, you know, they're like, oh, actually, yes, this is definitely something I'm interested in. They're not gonna have remembered what you were maybe talking about a month or two ago. So this is why I think taking fast action is so important because it kind of leads me on to another point I'm gonna talk about later about experimenting with different things. And ultimately, the faster the action you take, the quicker you're going to see results in your business as well. Number three is, and I really emphasize this, is getting inspired from other industries. So for me, when it comes to sort of joining, you know, masterminds and groups and things like this, I actively go seeking, 
you know, spaces and places where it's not just full of people doing exactly the same thing that I'm doing. Now, don't get me wrong. It is great to have like peers around me, people in similar roles, similar positions, you know, who could have go through the same thoughts, struggles, ideas and things that I might do. And it's nice to bounce off from that. But in terms of like inspiration, I want to hear what everybody else is doing because, you know, each little industry does things slightly differently. And that's going to give you, you know, so many like ideas of maybe how to do things differently. And I think in such a competitive online space, we are always trying to think of ways to help us stand out, to help us, you know, sound a little bit different from maybe um, what other people in, in the area are doing. So therefore, you know, and this this is what I did basically rewind sort of three years or so when I only had my tutoring business it was by actually you know stepping away from the tutoring world and actually exploring the coaching world that I took a lot of those ideas and principles and applied you know from a marketing perspective for one but also just from like how I kind of ran the business and how I worked with people and I applied that to my tutoring business and it made such a huge difference like in my revenue in my kind of credibility and confidence and how I showed up so this is a really important thing I think is not getting stuck in an echo chamber and making sure that you have kind of different outlets of inspiration and again this is why joining masterminds and these sort of groups can be really good because they attract different people from all over the place and that in itself as well is fantastic from a networking point of view because you get to meet so many different people potential collaboration opportunities come out of it. Point number four, this I'm sort of saying this as a lesson that I learned maybe a bit harsh, not harshly, but a lesson that I learned myself and also something as well that I kind of try and emphasize with my clients sometimes is that don't always expect the coach or people to tell you what to do or what you should be doing. You know, one of the things that this, and this is the thing I think as well in in this kind of space is that the definition of like a coach, a mentor, a trainer, like they are all slightly different. And each of those kind of different titles have different like roles and parts to play in how they support you. Now, from a coaching point of view, you know, one of the whole points of this is it's not about the coach telling you this is what you must go and do. Like if anything, that's more of like a kind of training side of things. Mentoring is more, you know, I would say like advice giving, sharing resources and things like that. Coaching, I would say, is actually almost more on the counselling side of things. So the whole idea of a coach is that they're there to help and support you to kind of reach the decisions and come to the conclusions that are right for you. They're not necessarily there to tell you or kind of drag you along and tell you exactly what you should be doing. This in itself, I think, is one part frustrating and one part empowering, (laughs) especially if you're sort of maybe going into it and not necessarily knowing the definition and difference between, you know, your coach, your mentor, your trainer, things like that. And like for me personally, when it comes to my clients, this is something I do always emphasize to them is say like, I want to empower you to make your own decisions and to kind of take action based on your own ideas and instincts. Now I'm fully there to support it, bounce off ideas. You know, the mentoring side of it comes in where I will like share resources, give advice, all that sort of stuff. But ultimately, you know, I say this to my clients and and in some ways it's, you know, doing myself out of business, but 
I say to people, you know, I don't want to become this kind of, you know, almost crutch that you rely on in your business. Like I want to, the whole thing for me is about giving you the confidence and empowerment to, you know, make decisions, make changes, take risks, do all these different things that you really want to do in your business. So I think that for me on a personal level as well was a real learning curve when I first started because I remember the first ever program I was in, I definitely went through phases where I felt that frustration of like, why won't you just tell me what to do? You know, like, where is that silver bullet I thought I was paying for? And the truth is there is no silver bullet, you know? It's the temptation, again, I'll talk about this a bit more with marketing in a minute, but like the temptation is always there to be looking for the easy option. But actually so much of it lies in ourselves. And that kind of leads actually to my my next point, my fifth point, which is how important it is when you run your own business to have faith in yourself. And that I think mindset is actually the hardest part of business. And it's often actually the part that we focus on the least. A lot of people I sort of talk to who come into my programs talk to me about how, you know, they feel like it's technology and things that holds them back, you know, not being aware of different marketing techniques and all these different things that you can do. But the truth is all of this can be learned, you know, and it's it's it can be daunting 100%. I totally acknowledge that when you first start. But it is stuff, you know, that we can kind of go through training and resources and and pick up on it all quite quickly. But nine times out of 10, and I speak for myself and I see it, you know, with a lot of my clients as well. The one thing actually that holds a lot of us back is our mindset and you know, self-doubt and sometimes how we overthink things and, you know, we we procrastinate over things and we don't necessarily take that fast action. And I think that this is something that I, on a personal level, work on all the time now is, you know, checking in with myself, like, what am I thinking? What's this narrative that I'm telling myself in my head? And it's also something I actively try and encourage and help my clients with as well, because I know how transformative it is to, to, yeah, to be able to sort of, I would say take control of your mindset but it's you know to to acknowledge like how powerful our thoughts are in the process of you know running our businesses the next one as well and I think this is kind of an obvious one but something we do you know maybe sometimes need a reminder of is you get out what you put into these things one thing you know for me as soon as I have always signed up from these programs you know, I'm, I'm definitely someone who's like all or nothing. And I will just go all in. Like one of the first things I do is sit down with my calendar and fill it up with all of the different kind of workshops and whatever and support things that might be coming up. Because like committing the time and showing up is going to be the number one thing that helps you see results. You know, also as well, like you're not necessarily paying somebody to drag you along because the truth is they probably won't. And, you know, even if they do drag you along through the course, at the end, when it comes to the end you're probably not going to see that many significant changes or you're going to slip back into your old ways so coaching I think is great for accountability it's great for giving you that like consistency and that routine but like ultimately again it's a bit of a mindset thing it comes down to you showing up and really having that like all-in attitude that you're here to make those changes that you know you're committing to yourself in your business and like now is the time for you to take that action and make those changes number seven now this is kind of talking about marketing and you know I actually added this one in at the last minute totally based on an ad that I saw on Instagram yesterday that um that really annoyed me now listen I don't I very rarely you know talk about other businesses and what they do because I just don't think you need to I you know I think everyone has their own path and does their own things and that's fine like for me it's all about put your blinkers on 
take your own route, you know, do what you want to do. But this advert really annoyed me. (laughs) And I'm going to talk about it very generally. And I think that the point that we maybe need to take away from it. So the aim of marketing, you know, behind the scenes, honesty here, the aim of marketing is to show you that you have a problem and that it can be solved by the person who is marketing it to you. Now, look, there's nothing wrong with this. Like this is how marketing works. It's not just in the coaching world, like, you know, all aspects of marketing do this. But I think the thing is that you need to be smart and objective about this because the truth is, you know, if the marketing is doing a good job, then it is really going to make you think that this is like a problem in the here and now. It's something you've got to solve straight away. And one thing that I've kind of really taken to doing and trying to, again, this is like a bit of a mindset thing, is not getting overly tempted by the shiny object, not being fooled into thinking, you know, that buying this one thing is going to solve all of my problems straight away and actually truly assessing what it is that we need. Now, the reason this advert annoyed me was because it was one of these kind of like pushy adverts where they were maybe, I would arguably say, shouting at me slightly on the screen, telling me that everything I'm doing is wrong. Everything in my business isn't going to plan because I'm, you know, following the conventions and following the boring methods that are dated and don't work anymore. You know, like totally kind of like crumbling down and and that's and I felt it I felt my my doubt creeping in as I was listening to this and then finally you know I I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to the end of this and um see what it is that they're trying to sell me and ultimately what they were trying to sell was you know a process of marketing that was essentially a sales funnel (laughs) that pretty much everybody uses in different respects. And I think like it, it really frustrated me because I thought, you know, had I listened to something like this like a year or two ago when maybe I didn't have that kind of confidence or assurance of like what I was doing was working for me in my business. Even after all this time, I could still feel that kind of marketing approach, like making me doubt myself and making me feel like, oh my goodness, maybe I am missing something. Like maybe this is the silver bullet that I don't have. You know, and we see this time and time again. Like I I think a really interesting statistic in the online space, this statistic has maybe changed slightly, but from the last time I heard, is something that, you know, when people sign up to online courses, as an example, the completion rate is only about 15%. And, you know, this this is a whole other thing about money and investing and courses that I'm going to also talk about at the end. But I think that like, you know, so much of marketing, and this is also thinking about your own business as well here, like so much of marketing is great at drawing us in, getting us to put our credit card details in, you know, selling us the golden ticket. But then actually on the other side of it, how much of it is really actionable? How much of it is really helping us? So I guess the kind of takeaway from this is to make sure that, you know, what you're investing in is actually really what you need right now. Making sure that you, you know, go out, talk to the person who's actually offering you this different service, look for social proof, look for like testimonials, things like that. I even now, when I think about signing up to some big programs, you know, through networking things, I've met different people. I will reach out to people I know who have maybe been on these programs and just ask them for their honest feedback as well on how they found it. Because, you know, you're normally making big investments here and you've got to make sure that it's right for you and you know I think the point about this as well for me with the advert is um you know making sure that the people who are selling it to you are doing it with integrity as well and I think that's really important number nine is give feedback 
all of the time. Like I am constantly asking my clients for feedback and and suggestions and ideas. And in myself with being coached, I also try and do it as much as possible. And the thing is, the more questions you ask, the more curious you get, the more you're going to take away from it. And it helps everybody in the process. And also as well, if you're signing up to programs and things, like don't be afraid to make requests. You know, I'm always saying to my clients, you know, I I love it when they make requests. I love it when they say to me, Helen, I'm stuck with X, Y, and Z. Can you help me with it? Because straight away, that will then become top of my action list to go away and either create those resources, trainings, templates, whatever it is that they might need. So again, don't be afraid, you know, that you have to follow, I think, a set program with things because nine times out of 10, the people hosting it are always going to be open to hearing what you have to say. Like as a client, you are their number one, you know, focus and priority. So definitely take advantage of that. And finally, the last, I think, big takeaway from this kind of whole coaching world experience that I've had is interestingly that my my relationship with money and the way I see money has really changed. And I think, you know, money mindset is, is a is a huge thing, which I think we don't really maybe learn too much about or it's not even in our conscious awareness and until we start kind of reading about it and learning about it and you start maybe, you know, noticing your own little habits and trends that go with it. And I think for me, one of the most freeing parts of my mindset that's kind of changed is this idea that like there is always more money. Like I could always go and make more money. It's very much just this transactional tool to help me, you know, get what I need in that moment. However, the thing that I now value the most is my time and my energy, because those are two things that I can't necessarily go, you know, my energy, okay, I can have sort of control of that. But like, the time element, I'm never going to be able to get more time back. And I think, you know, in the early days of my business, I was definitely one of those like stubborn, I can do it all by myself. I'm not, I'm not going to pay for anything. I'm going to save that, you know, 50 pounds, 100 pounds, 200 pounds, whatever it might be. I'm not going to outsource it or invest. I'm just going to, I'm just going to do a late night and crack on with it myself. I am nothing like that now. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I, I always say I'm slightly a recovering workaholic, you know, like by, it is a little bit of an addiction to me, but I love it. Like I love my job. It's not, it's not something I see as a bad thing in my life at the moment, as long as I have the balance. But one thing for sure is that I will always now outsource and invest in professional help because I've also you know acknowledged and I think I say this a lot to a lot of my clients is like you know when you run your own business you are spinning so many plates you are wearing so many hats in your business and in the early stages I think you do have to do that and I think it's really helpful and important because it helps you to learn about all the different aspects of business and how to run it but ultimately as your business starts to grow that doesn't necessarily mean that your time and capacity to take on all this stuff is also growing. So outsourcing and investing is like one of the most important things I would say for like if you want to grow your business and also as well like getting the help and support like not sitting there by yourself feeling frustrated you know feeling like you just wish you had someone to ask and don't get me wrong there are loads of like forums and loads of spaces out there that are free that you can go and ask for help and support with but actually nothing beats having the direct access to somebody you trust somebody you know you know who has the credibility and someone who's just going to give you a clear concise answer that you can take action on and what I would say as well another thing with the the kind of money side is on a personal level I've really noticed and found like the more I invest the more I show up to something because I've signed up to all the freebies and the free challenges and things like that, just out of curiosity to kind of see what's going on. 
Ultimately, I would say about 80% of those freebies are currently sat in my inbox. In fact, I even have a folder that's called downloads and freebies. I don't even want to admit to you how many emails are in there unopened that I haven't even looked at yet because when I'm going through my inbox, so many of these things, I look at it and think that will be great, but I'll look at it later because there's all the other things that I've, you know, paid for, all the other things that I need to do with my clients. And so it gets pushed on the back burner. And the truth is, you know, I like to sit here and say that I'm going to put aside time in the next few weeks and go through it all. Am I? Probably not. And similarly, you know, there's the $47 course that I opened and, uh, sorry, not opened, um, that I bought once, you know, and again, it was, it was that very clever marketing, shiny object syndrome, bit of an impulse buy. And the truth is I have opened that one that is sat there, but it's still pending. It's still just something that I skim read through. And, you know, it is also an investment I made because I thought further down the line, it's not something I'm doing right now, but it's something I would like to look at and explore. So there will be quieter periods in my business where I probably will come back and look at these things. But the truth is, like, if I'm deeply honest with myself and you guys, like, I'm falling into that 15% bracket there of, well, actually it's not 15%, the 85% bracket of people who are not, who are buying things and not completing them. However, on the flip side, there's the £600 a month mastermind that I might have signed up to. Funny enough, I commit to that every single day. I show up for it. I think about it every day. I take action every day on it because the reality is the investment that I've made is so significant. um, And I'm being very open there with you about sort of how much these things cost as well. Like the investment I've made is so significant that I know that I, I, well, I'm so driven to kind of see a return on that investment, um, but also I can really see the value in it and I can see every day how much I get out of it. Now to caveat this, I'm not saying that, you know, you have to necessarily, especially if you're in early stages, you know, you don't have to go spend hundreds and thousands of pounds straight away because, you know, you can, and I've done this, like I've incrementally kind of upgraded and, you know, joined higher level masterminds each time I've joined them. But the idea of this is that like, you know, as I've kind of incrementally done this, I've also showed up more and more and more and I've become more and more and more committed to like the goals and dreams and things that I want to do with the business. This is the thing. It's it's all about, you know, you're going to be in different stages of your business listening to this, but think about where you are right now, what it is you really need the support with. And honestly, like, if you do want to make big changes and you are feeling stuck, then just go for it. Take the risk, make the investment, you know, and obviously it's got to be, you know, financially viable for you. But there is also that phrase as well of like, you know, sometimes you have to spend money to make money. And this has definitely been true for the case of me as well. And, you know, examples of this are not just investing in that kind of coaching support, but even also like the technology, you know. So, for example, with accounting and things like that, you know, I spent a good few hundred dollars on some software once, which at the time felt like, oh, my goodness, this feels totally counterintuitive to be, you know, spending money um, for something that's meant to be tracking my money. However, it has saved me so much time in the long run. It's, you know, all of this stuff is automated in the background. And this is an example of where having spent a bit of money freed up loads of time for me, the thing I now value so much more. And it's helped me to then go on and do more marketing and therefore potentially, you know, meet more people and, you know, find different opportunities and things like that. Those there were my top 10 tips and sort of 10 reflections really on 
coaching and what I've kind of taken away from the whole industry and the whole experience of being coached myself, but also offering coaching as a service to people. If you do have any questions about coaching or there's anything I've talked about today that you want to know a little bit more about, then please always know that you can reach out to me. Probably one of the best places is direct messaging me on Instagram at Love Mondays Club, or you can come through my website and contact me via there. But one of the main things I want to say as well from today is if you have been a long-term listener, thank you so much. You know, every week I see my podcast numbers and I always am curious of like, who is on the other side? And I know some people because we chat in the background and you message me and talk to me about the podcast. But you know, I have listeners like all around the world in other countries. And like I would love to know who's out there, who's listening. So please always feel welcome. You know, my inbox is always open as well. And I'd love to chat with you and connect with you. But otherwise, the podcast is actually going to have a little glow up in between now and the next episode. So there's going to be a break. There's not going to be an episode next week because behind the scenes I'm making a few changes um, and yeah it's just going to come back with a bit of a fresh face for the next 50 episodes potentially for the next year so thank you so much for listening again I look forward to revealing the new podcast to you don't worry it's not going to be any major changes but just the new fresh look in a couple of weeks time and we will be starting from there okay take care for now and speak to you soon thank you for listening to another episode of the love mondays club podcast don't forget to review and subscribe or share this episode with one of your business friends for more information and support from today's episode head over to the show notes at lovemondaysclub.co.uk have a great week and i'll see you next monday